Hello everyone, my name is Lou and welcome to my podcast called Anatomy Follows Physiology. Uh, we just started the appendicular skeletal system. Uh, we finished up the upper limbs and now we're going to get started with the pelvic girdle or the hip uh, which attaches to the lower limbs. Um, so just to kind of dive right in, the pelvic girdle is made up of paired hip bones. Uh, also called the coxal bones or the pelvic bones. And each bone, which kind of looks like a big elephant ear with like a, a little hoop through it, um, is actually the fusion of three bones. So you get a three for one deal. It's three bones in one. You have the ilium, the ischium, and the pubis. And the left and right bo hip bones together make up the pelvic girdle. Uh, let's get started with the ilium, uh, which is kind of more of the uh, elephant ear part. Uh, there, it contains the iliac crest, uh, which is sort of the outer edge of the surface. You could actually feel your iliac crest if you press into your side um, along the lateral part of your abdomen. Um, and then there's different features to the iliac spine. There's the, uh, depending on the position that you're in, anatomically. Um, it goes anterior superior iliac spine and the anterior inferior iliac spine. So it's just these kind of ridges that are on the anterior side of the skeleton and it's either superior or inferior, you know, above or below. Um, and then you have your posterior superior iliac spine and your posterior inferior iliac spine. Then, um, there's this notch called a greater sciatic notch and the auricular surface which connects to the the head of the femur uh, which sits in the um, the auricular surface um, and that's there's actually all three parts of the pelvic girdle the ischium the ilium and the pubis kind of have parts of their bones like that contribute to the auricular surface um, part of the ischium contains the ischial spine, the lesser sciatic notch, and the ischial tuberosity. And the ischial tuberosity is actually what you're probably sitting on right now. Um, that's the part that kind of um, buffers your tushy, <laughs> the part that you sit on. And last but not least is your pubis. Um, and just a correction, the auricular surface is the part of the a uh, hip bone that makes contact with the sacrum of the vertebra. Um, so that's the part that encounters your sacrum. The part that encounters your femur is this uh, depression, circular depression called the acetabulum or acetabulum. And it actually sits perfectly uh, in with the, hum uh, the femur or the femur head. Last but not least, the holes in the, uh, the big holes <laughs> that are in your um, pelvic bone uh, is, it, it, you could just imagine it as like a big elephant ear and, you know, it has the little circular depression called the acetabulum and then just right below that, you know, the big hole that you could probably stick part of your hand through uh, is called the obturator foramen. Um, and this can actually impact the way a woman gives birth. So um, that's one way to think about it is um, you'll see the obturator form is kind of wide and, sh and sort of 
has a wider sheep than a male um, pelvic bone would have. And obturator kind of sounds similar to obstetrics. So, you know, if you're going to give birth, you're going to go to the obstetrics department in a hospital. So that's one way to kind of remember the obturator foramen. And then, as I said, the auricular surface makes contact with the sacrum. Um, and uh, the sacrum has uh, several features that we covered in the axial skeleton. Uh, but next, we're going to go into the thigh, which your thigh bone is called your femur. And if you look at the femur, you'll notice that it has this sort of circular head that, you know, fits very nicely into the acetabulum or acetabulum of the hip bone. And uh, there's a little shallow hole in the head of the femur called the fovea capitis. Underneath that is the neck. Um, and then you have these parts that kind of stick out from the neck called the greater and lesser trochanters. The greater trochanter and the lesser trochanter. Um, below that is um, t kind of towards the bottom of the femur, uh, you'll have condyles. Um, so on the part that faces out of, or away from the midline is the lateral condyle. And the part that faces the midline is the medial condyle. Above those condyles, you'll have the lateral and medial epicondyles. That's it above the condyle. And uh, one part of the uh, femur that I missed is in the shaft or the long part of the femur. And that's called the linea aspera. Fun fact, your femur or your thigh bone is actually the longest and heaviest bone in your body. So, fun fact. And another fun fact on a clinical note is that a broken hip or a hip fracture actually involves the femur, not the hip bone. Uh, there's two types of hip fractures, femoral neck fractures and intertrochanteric fractures. So just a fun fact, when somebody says they broke their hip clinically, that's that they broke a, par a portion of their femur. Um, next we have this sesamoid bone that sits right below the femur called the patella. Uh, it's your kneecap. And that sort of sits at the bottom of the femur on this patellar surface where it can slide along as you bend your knee. Um, I also forgot to mention on the posterior side of the femur, kind of uh, posterior to the patella and the patellar surface is the intercondylar fossa. Uh, but the patella or your kneecap is just this uh, sesamoid roundish bone um, that forms within the tendon of the quadriceps femoris, um, a group of muscles that help extend the knee. Then below your femur, you have the fibia and tibia. One way to remember which one is medial is that tibia, the tibia is medial, and if you think T for tibia and M for medial, it kind of stands for TM, or like a trademark, or also if you're a Pokemon fan, you're going to want to keep your TMs in your bag, which you keep close to you. So your tibia is always going to be medial to you. TM, medial. Tibial is me tibia is medial. And then uh, right outside of it, the fibula is lateral to the tibia. Uh, features of the tibia include the lateral and medial condyles, uh, tibial tuberosity, and then certain parts at the end are the medial malleolus and the fibular notch. 
And for the fibula, there's only three features, the head, the neck, and the lateral malleolus at the bottom, which is sort of adjacent to the, uh, t the, the malleolus of the tibia, which is the medial malleolus. And again, just remember, you know, the best way to remember the malleolus, you know, it's kind of reminds me of like a mallet and, uh, you know, what, like you're in a judge in a, you're a judge in a courtroom and you're going to put your mallet down and let everyone know you've made a decision. It's almost like putting your foot down, you know, you're, you're declaring your, your decision. So your malleolus is at the bottom of your tibia and fibula. And, you, you know, when you stomp that, that's you making that decision. <laughs> Your, media, your tibia is always going to be medial to you. Um, lastly, we have the foot bones called your tarsals and your metatarsals. Um, there's seven bones that make up your tarsals. And of course, there's a mnemonic to help you remember this. Um, but I've kind of just memorized it. Um, your heel bone is called your calcaneus. And I worked with a nurse who um, informed me and helped me remember that if you break your calcaneus, that is the most painful fracture that a human can sustain. And it makes sense because you really wouldn't be able to move around or do much with a broken heel. Um, so the calcaneus or calcaneal fracture would be very painful. Um, so... Anterior to that is the talus, and you can kind of see your talus from a superior view if you look at your foot. Um, you will, when you're looking at it, you're looking at it from an anterior view, or superior view, I should say. And um, you are looking at your talus, which is your, you know, more towards your, your body, and that's your talus. Um, it's kind of like the big bone that sits on top of the calcaneus. And then more posterior, um, you have the uh, cuboid bone. It does look kind of cuboid shaped, and it touches the fifth and fourth metatarsals. Um, and then if we're using a superior view of our right foot, so if you look down at your right foot, um, the cuboid bone is your outermost or lateral um, kind of tarsal bone. Next to that is this sort of elongated bone called the navicular. It's right ahead of the talus, and that's more medial. And then you have these um, three little cuneiform bones, lateral, intermediate, and medial. Then you have your metatarsals, one through five. One starting with your hallux, your big toe. Um, kind of similar to your polex, your hallux is called your big toe. Um, and... Uh, it, like your thumb or your pollux, only has a proximal and distal phalanx. The other phalanges have a proximal, middle, and distal phalanges or phalanx. So that makes up your foot, your tarsal bones, and that completes the appendicular skeleton. Thank you so much for listening.